Okay, so today's story is called The Octonauts and the Frown Fish by Naomi. And... It's a frown fish. Oh, you think not, huh? No, it's an upside down fish. <laughs> well, let's see what happens. So, Naomi is Vicki Wong and Michael C. Murphy. So, um, Phillips has a hypothesis about this, this fish. And let's see if it is correct. Um, oh, and today's story is read by, read Mommy by, Mummy and Philip. And a little Koopa to save them. Oh, nice. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. It was a quiet and rainy afternoon at the bottom of the ocean when Professor Inkling was dusting his dust jackets. Do you know what a dust jacket is? It's the, uh, sometimes there's a, a cover on the outside of a book. It's kind of like a papery cover, and they call it a dust jacket. Okay, Quasi Kitten was watering his catnip. Tweak Bunny was playing a game. Captain Barnacle's Bear was singing in the rain. And, <laughs> which is funny because he has an umbrella. Tunip the Vegemal was tossing a salad. Peso Penguin was pinging. And Shellington Sea Otter was ponging because they're playing ping pong. And Dashy Dog was sounding the octo alert. Alert, 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 alert. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. The crew hurried down to HQ to find Dashy monitoring the octopod screens anxiously. There's a fish with a very big frown outside, she reported to the others. He looks so glum that all the creatures around him are starting to be upset, too. Oh, and she's right. Look. The other fish outside are frowning. Uh-oh. I can't find a fish like him on the Octonet, Dr. Shellington said excitedly. Could he be a new species? Octonauts, we should investigate, Professor Inkling declared. Up close, the little fish looked even gloomier. Why are you so sad? Dashy asked with concern, but the fish only replied, Glum, glum. What a dilemma. None of the octonauts spoke frownies. Uh, do you know what a dilemma, dilemma is? What? It is a problem. If we don't know, if we're confused, if we have a prop, if we don't know what to do, it's a dilemma. Okay. Now, perhaps if we understood his language, then we could help him, Dr. Shellington proposed. So Shellington and Dashi spent hours in the lab trying to learn frownese, which I think is the language that this little fish speaks. But it proved to be a very difficult language to translate. And put it upside down again. Yeah. See, we can see on the chalkboard that he's got glub, meaning a sock. That's not right. And glub, meaning two turnips. That's not right. And if there's two glubs, does that mean cookie? No, I don't think so either. I don't think we can work much longer. Dashy sighed. I'm starting to feel unhappy myself. Let's think of other ways to cheer him up. Good idea. Playing music with my friends always brightens my day, 
Peso shyly suggested. He invited everyone to pick up an instrument. As the crew gathered together to play a happy song, other creatures joined in. There was a clam capella group, <laughs> an acapella group made out of clams, a sea orchestra, seahorse orchestra, I like that, and a baritone whale. That's funny. Um, and let's take a look at the picture and explain what we see here. Um, they're all the different octonauts are playing different instruments. So, Shellington is playing a harp. Barnacles is playing an accordion. Peso is playing his... What is that? Xylophone. Yep. And Dash is playing a cello. And do you know what Tweak's playing? What? A banjo. And what about Quasi? What is he playing? He's doing the drums. Yeah, those are called kettle drums or timpani. He's doing the bass. Yeah, and then the frown fish is trying to play. He's playing the gong. But he's got a big frown on his face. So funny. So it says... Ding dong ding. Yeah, the vegetables are playing cymbals. Unfortunately, the frown fish did not have an ear for music and continued to pout. It's hard to feel sad when you're being glamorous, Quasi announced with a flourish. Let's have a dress-up party. Ooh, that's a good idea. The little fish tried on many different costumes. A cowboy, a ghost, a princess, a magic user level 20, <laughs> a vampire, a bumblebee, a clown, a doctor, an ice cream, Look at that, how funny. A rock star, oh, this is too funny. And a Frankenstein, moms, dads, you've got to get this book, it is a hoot. But none of them disguised his sadness. Boy, I really, it, they're, his rock star is a Devo costume. <laughs> With a little hat that's the, anyways, it's very funny. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Dashi held up her favorite camera and asked, Why don't we visit the famous snail gardens? We could have a photography field trip. Oh my goodness. The octonauts took photos of big snails and little snails, striped snails and polka dot snails. The frown fish, however, wouldn't even smile for the camera. Oh dear. But this is a very cool place, the snail gardens. Look at the size of that snail. What's growing on top of him there? Mushrooms. Yeah, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, gracious. Let's move on. A game of miniature golf always tickles my fancy, revealed Dr. Shellington, and that is because he is Scottish and golf is a Scottish game. The group putted and swung their way through many aquatic obstacles. Sand shark traps, sea dragons, and electric eel tunnels. Because they are at a miniature golf course, a putt-putt course, under the sea. The frown fish scored a hole-in-one on the king crab course, but he didn't look any happier. This is a very cool, fancy-looking golf course. There's sharks over here. And those are eels there. And then over here, some kelp cakes and a rainbow clam. Wow, this is very cool. Look at the size of that castle that Dashie's at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I like working with my paws. Let's build something, Tweak suggested. Surrounded by gadgets and contraptions, the crew constructed a robo-tank for the frownfish. One gear? Gears? Gears? How many gears are there? Let's count. One, two, three, four, and one big gear right there. Amazing. That's the coolest. And gears. Mm-hmm. Tweak stood back and admired their work. Now our friend can use his new sea legs to visit us inside the octopod. If possible, the frownfish looked even frownier. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Let's just take a look. Tunip chirped eagerly as it led the group into the kitchen. Vegetables love to cook and bake. Maybe the frownfish is hungry, Dr. Shellington interpreted helpfully. The whole crew set out to make their favorite pastries. They baked kelp cakes, kelp muffins, and a even a fancy kelp souffle. The frownfish ate the entire plate of cookies, but he still looked unsatisfied. Oh, dear. What is that? That means that he still wasn't happy. He wasn't smiling. There's nothing like perusing the printed word to stimulate the intellect and galvanize the imagination. What's that school doing there? <laughs> I don't know. They're inside of Professor Inkling's office here. And he says, Professor Inkling exclaimed to a confused crew, To the library, my delightful colleagues. He used a ton of really big words there. Stimulate the intellect. Do you know what that means? That means to get your brain going and galvanize the imagination. Do you know what that means? That makes you, that means to make your imagination get excited and start working in overdrive. Okay. Professor Inkling read from his favorite book of jokes, but the frownfish didn't laugh once. Frownfish must not have funny bones, Inkling decided. The other octonauts weren't too sure they didn't get the jokes either. And we should say that inside of Dr. or Professor Inkling's library, there's a lot of very interesting stuff. Like the baby mouse Yeah, like I see a grandfather clock and um, Quasi found some secret maps. And yep, it looks like there's definitely a skull and a jewel and a globe. All kinds of stuff happening here. Fascinating, isn't it? What are these two things doing? I don't know. Oh, well, Professor they? Inkling has a lot of cool stuff in his office. Okay. I always feel better after I exercise, Commander er, Captain Barnacles said. Ugh, the octonauts swooshed down the slide, climbed the jungle gym, and rode the seesaw. Peso and the frownfish sat down on the merry-go-round while Quasi pushed them faster and faster until, whoop, the frownfish flew right off. <laughs> the little fish turned, bounced, and rolled over, which is no small feat under the ocean. Everyone rushed over in alarm. They had only been trying to cheer him up, but now he might have gotten hurt. 
To the Octonaut's surprise, the frownfish had a big smile on his face. What? Of course, Professor Inkling realized. He's not a frownfish. He's an upside-down fish. You were right. You're a smart kid. And sure enough, there's a picture of the Encyclopedia Aquatica. And it shows us the upside-down catfish. And that is what this critter is. There are all different types of fish that swim upside down. It's easier for them to spot food. This chap is a fine example of an upside-down catfish. Everyone laughed to... Wait, hold on. I gotta go back to this picture because I think... Listen to this. These whiskered fish like to spend time upside down. They also enjoy music, costume parties, field trips, miniature golf, tinkering, baking, reading, and exercising. That is exactly, I mean, they gave him the perfect day, didn't they? Yep, they did exactly his favorite things. <laughs> Good job, guys. So, everyone laughed in relief to discover that their new friend had been smiling the whole day. <laughs> the catfish made a big rrrp and turned himself back upside down, or was it right side up? So when you turn the book upside down, there, yep, he's smiling away there. What a silly fish. I'm so sad this book is over. Aren't you? Yeah. The end. <laughs>